Hi, this is Anne. I hope that you're all doing really well in the new year and that your holidays were good. I just wanted to mention that there are some brief descriptions with images that I'm going to be referring to. You'll hear that in the audio. As usual, the show was first recorded on video on YouTube, so if you did want to see those images, just go to the link in the description for the Animal Intuitive Channel and Angelo Webb on YouTube. And also, if you have a moment, I always do really appreciate you giving a positive review or a five-star review. It really helps the podcast to be more visible in podcast directories. That's just how their little algorithm works. So I hope you enjoy the show. And, you know, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me at Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com and have a wonderful day or night wherever you happen to be. This is going to be the show for you tonight because we're going to be talking about water element in traditional Chinese medicine. Come on all you doggies, won't you walk with me? I'm a puppet, 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 puppet dog. So traditional Chinese medicine is something that um, has to do with what most people think of is acupressure, acupuncture. I practice acupressure. Um, and that's just a component of traditional Chinese medicine. And we've talked about these things on the show before, um, but tonight we're gonna be focusing on the winter season and water element is the element of the winter season. So I'm gonna expand on that a little bit. Don't worry, we're gonna get into all this, but if you haven't been here before, sorry, I just need to move something over here. Um, if you haven't been here before, this is the Animal Intuitive Show, and we talk about animal communication because I'm a professional animal communicator. Uh, but we also talk about all things having to do with helping your pet be healthier and happier. So I kind of focus on holistic uh, pet care because I practice acupressure and massage and energy work and essential oils for animals. But we have interviews also with experts in different fields of animal care and advocacy. So I'm very happy to have everybody here tonight. Hi, Matt Willis, thank you so much for being here. I've been away for a couple weeks, so I apologize. I thought I was gonna be away for a week and then it ended up being two weeks. So <laughs> it's a little bit um, having to do with our topic tonight, the winter season, and I hope you're doing well, everybody who's here tonight. So thank you so much for being here. And I just wanna mention that anything I talk about here tonight is uh, not to be any kind of a substitute for veterinary care for your pet. So if you are having any issues with your animal, uh, make sure that whether it's behavioral or if it has to do with their uh, physical health or anything to do with your pets, that you know they're always checked out by a veterinarian and that this is all for educational and entertainment purposes. Just want to emphasize that. So without further ado, if you have any questions, please feel free to ask. I'm gonna to try to keep an eye on the chat. Sometimes I lose it a little bit. I'm not sure my husband mod may be able to come in tonight. I'm not entirely sure about that, but um, I will hopefully not miss you. So we will have some animal communication at the end of the show if people want me to be talking to their animals this evening. I'm not sure if anybody's gonna be asking me to do that, but just as a reminder, if you're here, um, later on watching the replay, I do go back and timestamp everything 
if once I'm sorry, once YouTube um, finishes their processing because it doesn't always happen immediately. So that being said, okay. So and if you do want me to talk to him, just pop into the chat and mention that. And if I don't see it right away and I seem like I missed it, just let me know as we get to that part of the show towards the end. And welcome to anybody who's new tonight. Hi, Ernest, too. You're somebody I don't think I'm happy to be here to listen to someone who is so in touch with the fur babies. Well, yeah, that's definitely what we're we're all here together in a community of people who, who love our fur kids. Um, and it's just a really nice thing to be able to be in the presence of other people and connect with people with the, who are like-minded, definitely. So welcome if you haven't been here before. I apologize if you have. As I mentioned, we are in the winter season at the time of this recording here in the US. And winter is ruled by water element. So the meridian system um, of the body, that's sort of an energetic system that runs throughout the body. There's these different lines and you know you can't see them obviously, but that's what this is all sort of traditional Chinese medicine has a lot of basis in that. Um, yin and yang is a concept that a lot of people are familiar with and uh, interesting because I had everything ready to show you and right as I was coming on it was all ready to go and if you know this show you know how there's always going to be a snafu so we just kind of roll with it this is the yin yang it's some people say yang yang it depends I guess where you're from but um, this is sort of the representation of what I'm talking about. Uh, that symbol, actually maybe be a little bit easier to see if I'm, okay. So we have sort of what they call like the, the dark is on the left. The, um, the light is on the right there. However, you can see that the light is also in the dark. You see the little, white dot and you have also some of that dark in that white and that is to show how you cannot have dark without light or uh, light without dark and it's it's a it's a flowing energy flows in and out um, and that life force energy is what we need to keep our bodies going that's kind of what we you know we inherit that as we come into this world we have a certain this is they call it this uh, life force energy is kidney chi um and don't worry about that term but you know basically that's this essence kidney essence i'm sorry and as you come into the world you know the way that traditional chinese medicine views it you have a certain amount of that that you inherit from parents and then you kind of in your life want to try to maintain as much of that as possible but of course you do lose it as you grow older and eventually um you know you you sort of run out of what you were given it's sort of like having a certain amount of change in a jar and some of the changes coming out as you go along and so with traditional chinese medicine what we're trying to do is keep that Keep yourself in balance so that you're not depleting the change too much, um, more than you, you kind of should be as you're going through life. 
So that's kind of why I was always interested personally in this type of um, way to view things, because to me, it's more about being out of balance and the idea is that you can actually, you know, you start to maybe go a little bit out of balance and using things like acupuncture, acupressure, Chinese herbs, different things, you can bring yourself back into balance so that you're not like depleting that um, essence too quick. So, and there's also a discussion sort of, I guess there's a kind of a debate, you know, about like, can you, can you actually add essence to, you know, a, you know, it's a little like esoteric. Um, and sometimes when you go into talking about these things, you need to have an open mind and get into the mindset of all of this. So, um, it is a different way of thinking than what we might call like Western medicine or the typical way, you know, we, we think about it. If you just were like talking to a regular non-holistic practitioner. Um, so, okay. So I'm just going to quote or talk a little bit about, um, a book that sort of one, it's one of the oldest teachings when it comes to, um, traditional Chinese medicine. It's called the inner classic of the yellow emperor. Um, it does contain some of the oldest teachings. As I said, it's kind of based on, well, the ideas in the book do have a basis in Taoist philosophy. Um, and the idea is to, to the key to having a long, healthy life is to go with the natural way of the universe, the way, follow the Tao, they call it TAO. I should have written that out, but okay. So again, having good health is believed to come from a balance of this yin, um, which is characterized by like a, ne a negative, but negative doesn't mean negative in, in uh, this way of thinking, but dark, and they also call it feminine. So some people get upset about that, but that's not how it's to be interpreted. It's not like how it sounds in our Western way of thinking. Um, energy and then yang, which is positive, bright, and masculine. So it's not saying like one is better than the other, but it's striving to have a balance of the two and they, they both serve their own purposes. Um, in the past, I have talked to you about different elements. I've done some episodes here on the animal intuitive show about fire element, metal element, earth element, but now we're into the winter season. So water is the element that we, we think of when we think of the winter season. Um, and then I'll be following up in the spring with the wood. Um, so I'm a bit behind for winter. I should have started this when winter started but it was, it's kind of going right up to like the holiday season and I got a little behind, so I apologize for that. So I'm gonna read something here that sort of exemplifies all of this from the book I just mentioned. Um, During the winter months, all things in nature, I'm not reading in another language, this is translated. Um, everything in nature wither, hide, return, all things in nature wither, hide, return home and enter into a resting period. Um, just as some of this is cut off, so I guess I'm not going to read all this and I definitely don't have it memorized, but essentially what it's talking about is that in the winter months, we go into sort of a slowing down, a hibernation. Um, the idea is to retire early, get up, um, get up early. Um, so it's kind of following the pattern of the sun. We don't have as much sunlight here 
in the evening. So the idea is to go to bed earlier as the sun goes down and then get up with the sun coming up. Staying warm, um, avoiding the cold too much, keeping the skin covered, also avoiding sweating. Um, the I'm going to get to animals with this soon. And the theory of the winter season just all in all is about um, conserving. So, and you're storing this energy. So this is, there's, there's a balance to all of this as, as we go through all the different seasons because you're going to need that energy in, in the upcoming months. But the idea with the way this is thought about in traditional Chinese medicine is if you don't do some of these practices that you can result in sort of injury and we associate in the winter water element we associate the organs we would associate is kid <clears throat> excuse me kidney and bladder they're paired they're sisters we call them sister meridians so um a lot of what i'm going to be talking about has to do with those organs it is it isn't exactly the same when you think about organs in western medicine but it does it does relate but sometimes we don't want to think about things necessarily completely literally so as i mentioned just kind of keep an open mind as we're going through this and hello mel mac good to see you i hope you had a good um holiday season it's nice to see everybody i hope you guys did have a good good end of the year and start to the new year so also these meridians that i'm referring to they do also correspond to how your muscles get their energy. And so, for example, the kidney is associated with the lower back muscles. Okay, so in traditional Chinese medicine, the elements relate to certain personality characteristics. So whatever your more dominant element is going to be your most obvious or dominating sort of personality traits and we can see this also in our pets so everything i'm saying here it's um you know originally these texts were of course they were written for people but they were working on they have documentation about working on horses for instance going back thousands of years so but uh, but the texts are written specifically more you know for people but we can definitely use that information um it's it's sort of logical when you listen to it as to why and how it would relate to our pets and you may see this in your pets so we're going to be thinking about how these things may result in energetic imbalances in the body and health issues potentially could relate to these elements being out of balance so keep that in mind um, and I think what's great is that there's always hope I feel with this kind of medicine traditional Chinese medicine okay so the water element is interesting because I tend to think about it when it comes to pets I'm gonna get more into this as I go down the, the line here but I tend to think of it actually as relating more to cats. You're going to see why, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily have to be a cat that has this, this type of personality. It's just sort of like the, the initial one I think of it. It's sort of of all the elements. It's the one I tend to think of, 
but that is somewhat stereotyping too. So. so you may see your water personality pets as sort of like an old soul. They're more off to themselves, reflective, private. Um, so they can do well on their own. And then, you know, maybe sometimes they need to socialize and they'll come out and spend some time with you but as many of you who have cats know or have known of cats, you know that that's a lot how they are. They start, they, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them tend to spend some time by themselves a lot of times or doing something they wanna do sort of off on their own. Um, and they're maybe just not as um, sociable. They, not necessarily literally a translation, but could be for an animal, especially when I think of animal communication, they tend to be clever, introspective, um, and they have good perception. They retain information well. In animal communication, I might find that a pet like this comes forward as I'm talking to them very straightforward. So what people may not know about animal communication is that different animals can come across in different ways, even just in the communication, like the way that I receive information and the way that their energy comes across to me uh, actually can come across as like a personality type. So I didn't realize I was still down in this corner. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'll put myself back if it'll let me. Oh, that's coming up. All right, so they tend to be more watchful. This might be something more of like a human characteristic with this, but they, th they think about what they think, so to speak. Um, so there's a lot of thinking going on and gathering data about the world. They're curious, they wonder about how things work. They tend to be more of like a daydreamy type. Um, they're brains you know there there's a lot going on in their brains they come up with ideas some of the things that you know could become problematic about this is that if it goes into like more of an imbalance is they could be a bit more unforgiving have difficulty forming relationships um so they can become almost like hermitish so if it is a pet they they really are not spending any time with you or the other animals in the home they may become um, difficult when it comes to like resource protection so like food or toys they can have excessive or chronic anxiety and fear issues they may seem indecisive they may not reach out and ask for help if ill so that's important to keep in mind with our animals. Sometimes, especially with cats, we don't know that they're ill. Um, they keep it to themselves. That's sort of a general cat characteristic. You know, they tend to go off on their own. If you, you know, know cats, that's what they'll do if they're not feeling well. That's what they tend to do. So we wanna keep that in mind, that that could be even stronger in, in this type. We wanna keep an eye out for that. And that's where things like animal communication can be very helpful and being in touch with your pet, you know, doing things energy work wise to be more aware of what's going on with them. 
not sure what that is. That might be just a, I'm not sure, but okay. Well, due to this, due to this, um, the organs, the ki kidneys and bladders roles of holding on to urine, emotional signs of imbalance uh, relate to this holding on. So they can also have issues with grudges and jealousy in addition to fear. But the other side of this whole thing is that they can be more of like a loyal kind of animal because or person because they when they do find a person to connect with, they really connect and bond with that individual because that's sort of, you know, they're, they don't they're not like spread thin all over the place. Um, if you when I talked, if you were here, or you saw the fire element video, you know, they're more like social all the time. They need to have a lot of people around them. That's how they um, are. That's what they need. Um, they the kitty that might pounce over here. I'm not sure. Uh, she is a big girl, so you probably heard that. That's a cat. If you heard that thud, she's. <laughs> oh, you're coming up. Okay. She's decided to join us momentarily. I actually wanted her to model some things, but I'm sure she will not do that when I want her to. It's just, you know, now she wants to be here, but this probably won't last long. Okay. So something else to think about with these types is that they're not probably going to really love having a lot of people and pets and activity around them. So that's something to think about. Um, just being respectful of their <laughs> their energy that what what they're comfortable with <laughs> for those of us who you know we really like to make sure that our animals are in balance well if you're going to have a million screaming children coming over and visiting and that kind of thing um you might want to try to just have a space especially if that's something you, that you are going to have no matter what like a family member is bringing kids over that kind of thing you might want to make sure that that your <laughs> element pet <laughs> has a place to go she can't make up her mind. So she actually loves, literally loves water. She's a Norwegian forest cat and they like mancoons are attracted to water. So this is Gia or Giovanna Storm is her name. She's a big girl, as I said, she's um, still growing apparently. Okay. I think my Chloe has some, oh, hi Lisa. <laughs> Hi, um, I could see that. I know of this Chloe that Lisa is referring to and I, c I could see that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a big girl. Funny story, I hate to go off track here, but this is a show about animals, so you might not mind me doing that a little bit. When we adopted her, we met her person. Um, she's back, I don't know, she's like, she wants to do. She, we met the person outside. We found her online, and the and this um, individual had to um, take a job with travel, and the, that wasn't working out for a cat. We met her outside, um, and she was in a little carrier, and I just thought she was a normal sized cat. Like I couldn't really see inside because it was a black, like it had black going around it, like one of those like canvasy things. And so I just thought she was like a normal size cat. It didn't really occur to me. And I saw pictures of her, but she just looked normal size. And 
So we brought her home and opened up the carrier and this <laughs> this huge animal came out of the carrier, which we lo we love it. I mean, it's she's there's more to love. Um, but apparently these Norwegian forest cats can grow till they're five and she's only going to be two. So I don't know. She's got more growing to do. Um, okay, so I'm back on topic. So anyway, they may not seem as engaged, may not want a lot of other animals around them. Um, so if you're thinking about getting more pets in your home and you're going to get like a Jack Russell Terrier and you've got one of these, you might want to, again, this is where things like animal communication um, come into play because then you can get a better handle on wh what I'm so sorry um, this is like one of those office videos for the pandemic where people have an animal that's like taking over um, okay so they may struggle with confidence uh, be pessimistic critical, absent-minded, dream-worldy kind of stuff. Um, but they, you know, you, you can see how this could translate into an animal where, you know, they just might, they, I guess you would say maybe they're prone to what we, we might call depression um, or just sort of, you know, kind of a, that type of personality, sort of in inner, oh, I'm wondering if my husband... <laughs> able to take this if he's watching not this her so the colors associated with the season are black and dark blue um, the sense sense organ is the ear and the body tissue is bone body tissue we're calling um, would include bone and marrow um, yeah become reclusive yeah exactly Mel that would be a good example if they seem to get like more more reclusive and they're not necessarily sick um that could be something i could see you seeing the time because all of the organs in in traditional chinese medicine um <laughs> she's really kind of acting up right now um are associated with a certain time of day so kidney and bladder is 3 to 5 p.m. So that's actually good to know because that's a good time to do your work with them. Like if you're gonna be doing acupressure with them, I'm gonna show you some points in a moment. Um, that's a good time to be working on them. They tend to um, just benefit more during that time of day. Um, and everything operates on a 12, a, it's a 24 hour clock with traditional Chinese medicine. So there's like these two hour windows um, for each of these paired meridians. So when you're working on them, that would be a great time to, even if you're not doing acupressure, just be, you don't even have to be doing work work. You could just be sitting with them and doing, you know, just sending energy to them from that time, like three to 5 p.m. And that would be a great time for them. They'd really take it in and benefit. So another way that this could benefit our pets, I will say a little bit of this is a repeat from some things I did when I did all of the seasons. I did them in like a condensed form. I didn't expand as much. I've been doing like these expansions on all of them um, one by one. But when I did them all together, um, a little bit of this is repeat, but I really tried to go more in depth and not repeat as much. Uh, 
my husband's not watching apparently because he's not coming to get this cat. Um, well, I'm so glad that it's fast. I think it's fascinating too. I love it. And it's just so in depth. There's so much to learn and it's really expansive. It's really interesting stuff. And by the way, if you're somebody who really wants to go further into this, I went to the Tallgrass, um, Tallgrass was the name of the school I went to for animal acupressure, Tallgrass Institute. I have a link for them always in my description below because I, I do have a um, link to their website as well as a uh, thing where you can get a discount on some of their stuff if you use that link. So great school. Okay. Um, okay. So as far as, yeah, it's the lip gloss and the cat hair. Okay, now she's done with me. Animals are very different than people, of course. So the way that we think about how this applies can be a little bit different, but in this season, in traditional Chinese medicine, they actually kind of, if you, if you read about fitness and health and things like that, they a little bit like discourage you from doing as much exercise where you're like really getting worked up and sweaty um, because you're trying to hold in, you're trying to retain that energy in. So if you apply that to an animal, um, it may not be quite as like literal and, you know, animals, especially if they're very furry, <laughs> might benefit a little bit more from being outside. They might need that, you know, or they not benefit, but they might more be able to handle it more being outside in the cold. Um, but it is something to think about, uh, because they're also referring to just sort of the tolerance of the, the structure of the body and being outside and what that does, to, you know, the dry brittle and how that affects an animal or human in the winter. <coughs> Excuse me, I have some fur. I'm going to have to deal with that. Um, drink here. Um, okay, so you might want to think about reducing those heavy duty training sessions or, you know, activities outside, but you know, your pets. So just keep an eye on them, watch them, you know, be connected in with them and they may be okay with it. That maybe, you know, if you have like a husky that they're, they're probably going to be perfectly fine with being outdoor and doing their training or exercise. Okay, another thing you could always check with your vet with. Okay. So they also have more time to rest between these types of things. Unlike us, you know, we work and things, so animals can take that break. If they've overdone it a little bit, they can take a break and restore their energy. Physical indicators of the water element being imbalanced that you might see in your pets would include lower back issues uh, if you think that's where the kidneys are, lower back, arthritis, think about what I was mentioning with like affecting um, bone, the, the tissue, you know, uh, connective tissue, things like that is, we're thinking about arthritis. Um, urinary issues such as frequent urination or not controlling the bladder. Having weak knees, reproductive issues, autoimmune auto flare-ups, 
development issues, low motivation, exhaustion, excessive fear, anxiety, as I mentioned, uh, and skeletal disorders in general. So these are all just things to keep an eye out for. And even if these, even if your pet, you don't think that they're necessarily a water element animal, uh, it doesn't mean that these things can't benefit them. So I have a couple of points I'm going to show you. If my cat comes back, I want to show you a third one, but I honestly, I actually, speaking of all this stuff, I kind of woke up with this weird thumb pain yesterday where I had had some surgery right here. I got hit by a bike messenger many years ago in the city where I worked in Manhattan and Fifth Avenue. And I had to have surgery right here to connect a ligament. And you know, it's interesting we're talking about this because it flared up yesterday. It doesn't usually get so bad like this, but it could be because I also had some acupuncture and sometimes that'll um, get things going a little bit, not in a bad way, but it might need to just now recoup. So I couldn't, I was trying to do all these points and do images and things and it got to be a little bit much. So with the computer, so I have two points, but I also have a point that I will link that I did for winter last year. And, and you can find that in the description or I'll, I'll post it either above if I come back to it or at the end, I usually put end cards up and you can get another, at least one point. I think there might be a couple and okay. So you can see there's a very long meridians. The dashed one is the bladder meridian and then you see the solid one, that's the kidney. So the kidney acupuncture meridian, it begins at the bottom of the foot, so underneath, and then travels up the inside of the leg, up to the pelvis, lower abdomen, and ends at the chest. The bladder meridian, oh, I'm so sorry, things are just popping up and jumping all over the place on here. So the bladder meridian is compared to a reservoir where the body's uh, where waters of the body collect. So it's acupuncture, acupressure, acupuncture meridian, or just meridian, is the longest of the body, actually. It begins at the eyes, the channel travels over the head, to the back of the neck, down the sides of the spine, and goes down to the sacrum, to the backs of the knees, down the calves, to the ankles, and ends at the outside of the little toe. So physical um, science makes sense of imbalance like back pain, bladder pain, um, it's touching all these different parts of the body, vertigo, headaches, vision issues, and urinary incontinence. You can see how that would all relate, right? Okay, so the first point I'm going to show you, I just want to mention um, before I show you the points, if I might ask if you are benefiting from this, you know, please do like and subscribe. It's a very easy way to help the show and share it if you can. Um, that's how we grow. So also I am not a veterinarian as we do these acupressure points. If you have any concerns about your pets, uh, once again, please refrain and make sure you talk to your veterinarian. Um, the, this first point that I'm going to show you as soon as I can get up here is actually contraindicated in pregnancy. So just keep that in mind if your pet is pregnant. 
Um, okay, let's make sure you can see this. Oh, I gotta get rid of this guy. Spleen six. I'm going to do my attempt at the pronunciation, um, <laughs> the original pronunciation, Chinese, Sanyin Zhao. Um, sure, there's people out there who are just like cringing, but it's also called three yin meeting. Okay, so I am going to give you a little bit of a brief lesson in something called Sun, which is spelled C-U-N. Um, those are measurements. So this particular point that we're looking at, you can see it's located on the inner part of the leg. So this would be like the ankle right here. And then it's actually, this is a little bit, probably a little bit low where I put this stop, but it's, it's a little hard to do on this <laughs> image. I was doing my best to kind of give you a description, descriptor here, a visual one, but um, there's a way to actually measure exactly where to find it. So soon as it's a unit of measurement that's used in um, acupressure. So if you were to measure from, okay, so the distance, maybe I'll bring myself up here. That would probably be easier to see. So there's a few ways to measure soon, but I like this one and I didn't want to go through all of them. That's a little bit tedious for you. I'm sure you're probably not that interested in learning all these different units of measurements, but if you were to measure from this part of the, the inner part of the elbow, usually how you do it, down to the wrist. Okay, so from here to here. And then you have that you have that and then so now you've still got from that point where you halved it to the wrist again now go half of that okay so now you've got this um, unit of measurement and this is on your cat I'm sorry I'm showing this on a human and I forgot to tell you that or your cat or your dog this is how you measure soon in the, in the animal. So this will show you what one um, unit of soon is, and then depending on how many soon units you need. So for this one, it's going to be three. So if I were the dog, I hope this isn't totally confusing. If I were a dog, this would be um, going from here to here, having it or cat having it again, and then you have a unit of um, soon. So you need, for this one, three soon. So keep that in mind when you're doing this for your cat but let me, or your dog. But let me just say, you can do that. It's a little confusing. Basically, you know, especially on the smaller animals, there's not that much there. So you're going to be coming up from 
I'm going to bring this picture up again of the animal. You're going to be coming up from the inner ankle. Um, this is very strange. It'll have my pictures and then it won't. It's like really not being nice to me today. They're there, then they're gone. So I have to keep uploading them. Let me try this again. I have to pull, I have to keep pulling it off my computer because it's, oh, there we go. Okay. So So that, little, that, that ankle, that inner ankle is called the medial malleolus. It doesn't really matter right now, but if you want to find spleen six, you're gonna go three soon up from that point, just straight up. And you do sort of feel uh, when you do that, the tibia, and it's, it's right along the back border of the tibia but you'll pretty much land on that if you go straight up from the ankle. And so what I was trying to say is don't feel that you have to be totally exactly exact. You could pretty much just work your thumb, um, and I'm gonna show you how to do an acupressure move here. Um, you could sort of do that going up the leg and you're gonna hit it, and you're gonna probably hit some other points, and that's not a problem if you just work your way up. Okay, so the way that we do that is we're gonna do about 30 to 60 seconds of a very light pressure and you can if you're on that point on the leg um, you're pretty much just gonna you're probably gonna be using your thumb I would say a lot of times we will use our pointer finger or our thumb so you're probably gonna be doing the thumb and I'm pretend this is a leg okay so you're gonna be doing 30 to 60 seconds and it's extremely light. It does not have to be hard at all. You don't have to press hard. You can do circular little circle motions or you can just press. And really, you know your pet. So just kind of watch how they react. If they pull away, you know that you're done. If they um, pull away immediately and they don't want you doing it, then just maybe come back to it another time. Um, but a lot of times they'll let you do it. They feel the benefit of these things. So the reason I'm showing you this point is because it has benefits and spleen six can help improve the immune system function, fight fatigue. It can be um, sort of a tonifier, excuse me, for the kidney. It's um, very good in the winter months as far as helping to support the kidney and that whole meridian really of the kidney kidney meridian and then it works in concert with the bladder meridian too because they're sister meridians so they if you're working on the kidney meridian you're also going to benefit to some extent its sister meridian so again that can help to fight fatigue and you know pretty much do anything as far as when we're talking about the kidneys and things that can affect them on some level it's going to support them even though it's called spleen six and i didn't mention this but spleen meridian can so all the meridians can have points on them um, that benefit other parts of the body so we're saying spleen six is a point um, but it's going to benefit the kidney meridian so 
that don't get too caught up in that it's going a little you know don't worry about it but it does <laughs> just know that it does okay um the next point i'm going to show you is bladder 23. so I mentioned to you, I showed you how the bladder meridian runs, you know, all the way down the back. This is a point right along the back. So it's called an association point for the kidney, bladder 23. So all of the organs have what we call association points going along the back. So each organ has an associated point along the back, and this is kidney's point. Bladder 23, and I wanted to show that with me in the corner. Okay, so as you can see, the back. Now, this was hard for me to put a little red dot exactly using this picture. It's not the greatest, it's not so particular. Um, down, you can't really see the minute little point. So, bladder 23 is also, you know, it's called Shen She originally. Kidneys hollow is the English translation or kidneys, kidney transporting. Just get rid of it. Okay, so this is my dog Cheyenne and I did this little video. So I'll play it a couple times if I have to because it is pretty short. Okay, so you see you have the thoracic vertebrae and um, this is, it's where your, your ribs connect. Um, you can feel if you go all the way from from your rib cage all around to the back of your body so to show this on a human it's kind of a good way to like practice it is to practice it on yourself or just to find it on yourself but um you can feel that like um curve if you go all the way around to the back of your body that's where the th if you're not familiar with this that's where the thoracic the bottom of the thoracic vertebrae um kind of creates like a, a divot and then right below that is the lumbar part of the spine I'm going to show you this again so as you can see my thumb you can see more with my thumb it's following that little bloop up to the top there and that's where it kind of meets the end of the thoracic vertebrae and then what I'm doing is very quickly, I should have slowed this down a little bit, but I was holding the phone myself to do this. It's the second lumbar vertebrae. So once you come to the bottom of that thoracic, you're gonna go down two vertebrae. And then from there, you're gonna go back to the whole soon thing. And this is one and a half soon off to the side on either side of the spine. And I forgot to say also with the, the last point that's on both sides of the body. So these meridians, the, these points are bilateral. So they're on both sides. So if you're doing the right leg, you're probably going to want to do the left leg as well. So this comes off the spine one and a half soon. But again, um, you can kind of just, you know, animals, they're just do the point as close as you can. You know, imagine like maybe for a dog that's gonna, for a larger dog, it might be like, I'm not so good with measurement. I wish my husband was here, but I'm terrible with it. But like maybe, I guess that would be like half an inch to an inch maybe. 
Um, it depends on the size of the animal. There's something just to be said in this kind of work for, you know, people who are like practitioners of it, like, like when I'm working with a client, I need to be specific. If you are just sort of working on your animal and you're, you're moving around that area, generally, you're probably going to get to it. Um, if you spend a little time there, just kind of going around and it's, it's energy work. So, you know, as long as you're not being forceful, um, and you're being, you know, sensitive to the animal's reaction to it, um, stopping if they seem uncomfortable, you're probably going to help them. So don't get too caught up in this. If you don't want to sit there and do the measurements and everything. Um, okay. I'm glad that you caught alive too. Um, okay, so there is, I feel like, okay, so I also just wanted to mention with some of the reactions you might have in your pet when you um, see that they're benefiting, you know that they're benefiting from it, it's, it's usually pretty obvious. They might yawn, um, they might just kind of relax their body they might lick their lips, they might just sort of get sleepy. Um, they, they're showing that the energy has shifted. So again, just being in tune to them, it's pretty obvious when they feel good, like something has, has, has shifted. And so, you know, when that happens, you know that you've done something good for them because you're helping to move the energy, move the chi um, if there's been a blockage um, or you're just helping to tonify it and to, to build it up or to, um, you know, give it some love essentially. And when you do this, it's nice to make sure that you're grounded before you go in to work with an animal. Um, you know, just try to center yourself because animals really do pick up on our energy. So, you know, it's better not to come at them when you're like up here in your head and crazy and, you know, you just came home from work and you sit down and you're like, you know, probably no one's going to do that anyway, but you know, it's best to find a time when you're more relaxed and settled to be working with your pet doing this, these kinds of things. Um, and that they, they appreciate that because animals just, they are so sensitive to, to energy. Um, so the point that I didn't get to show you was kidney three. Once again, I'm going to link that. I'm so sorry. Um, if my cat had stuck around and made it, showed it on YouTube, but I do have that video. So that's a good point for kidney as well. It strengthens energy physically, um, especially it can help with things like, um, red eye, sore throat, and it's really good mentally for like a stabilizing effect, but I will put the link there once this, once this video is processed on YouTube. So I don't know if anybody has any questions or if anybody wants me to talk to their animal also, I am available to do that tonight, but that's pretty much what I have on that. And like I said, I have previous videos, um, that there's one that kind of encapsulates all of these and it's, it summarizes them. And then I've been doing the elements as I, I started this with fire element which is in the summer months. And then 
so the next one, so I've gone around to Earth, Metal in the fall, um, now winter. So the two I have not done are Wood in the spring, and then, um, what am I saying? Wood. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> Sorry if I am. I hope not. I didn't do wood. Did I say before I hadn't done another one? I don't know, but <clears throat> you'll know if I do more. So, yeah, they just love, they love massage. I mean, really anything we do that's calming and relaxing for them is so good. And doing massages and, th and things like that, it helps you become familiar with, with anything that's, normal with their body so if there's anything that's off you're going to be more likely to pick it up um but you're not sure you're doing it right but sh well so i would say that anything that's you know gentle and um intentional and you know you're you're probably don't have to worry about doing it quote unquote right um but i do have some massage videos too if you want to go back and watch any of those on here and yeah looking looking for suspicious skin growth right that's what I was just saying good yeah um, so you're welcome thank you um, and then Ashley cook I'd love for you to chat with my pop sure um, I can put a link if you want to point your camera at your dog if you don't, you weren't ready for that tonight, if the, you know, you don't have to do that, just let me know what you want to do. You can ask me questions in the chat about your dog. I just would need to know the name, um, the sort of the breed or just, you know, mutt description, um, color. And then what your question is. What kind of question you have? In the meantime, Gia is wrecking the place. I don't know if she's really... wanting some attention and play. And the other cat is not playing with her, so I think that's part of the problem. She wants me to do it. They don't care that we're working, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, Ashley, let me know if you want me to put that link. And if, by the way, <clears throat> again, I do timestamps. If there's points, animal communication does not lend itself so easily to video. Like there's pauses and I'm thinking and receiving information and um, please do just hit the fast forward button. I appreciate you not leaving just because of that. Like it really, I know that it's a pain, but if you could just, you know, hit the arrow, go forward, go to the point where I start talking again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't have to be with you. His name is Captain Quint. <laughs> he's, oh, he's not with you. Okay. He's gray, blue, and tiny. Gray, blue, neat. And tiny he's okay um <laughs> your cat knows you're talking about <laughs> um contessa that's a great name 
Okay, so did you? <clears throat> so sorry. Um, did you just want me to tune in with Captain Quint and just see what um he has to say, or is there something specific that you? I mean, I know it says he struggles with IBD. Oh, he's a pit bull. Okay. Was there something, anything specific, or you just kind of want to know how he's feeling, or? You know, there's the, there is a delay with um, the chat. I've noticed that. I'll ask a question. I think the person is like typing, but then there's still even a delay, I think, before it, it hits, so I can't see it for a minute. <clears throat> oh, Contessa's the GST. <laughs> okay, so you just want to know how he's feeling. And if he's happy, okay. Okay, so fast forward people who are watching the replay. Captain Quint, okay. Okay, so it's funny because he's kind of like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> um, I forgot to say, just sort of think of him and let him know that um, that I can, that someone named Anne is talking to him and that it's okay to talk to me. And don't worry if you feel like it's not working. It is. They're connected to you. And I'm also kind of opening that up right now. So he's just a little confused as to why all of a sudden this person's. If they're not used to being communicated with, then it can be confusing at first. I always tell people just to kind of let their know, pet know before I talk to them that I'm going to be talking to them. Except when I forget. Okay, so he, okay, he says belly. So he gets that we're trying to talk to him about that and see how he's feeling. He's, he's just describing for me what it feels like to have that condition. And he shows me like a heaviness and a fullness, like his stomach looks very rounded. Um, and he's looking down and kind of like moping along with it. Um, when he, when he has bouts of it. He says you did give him something um, it does help and he says that he feels better, more uplifted.
Did you just start giving him a probiotic or something? I'm seeing like a white. It looks to me like a probiotic, something white. But it's helpful. He says that he's playing more. It's helped him to play more, be more energetic. Shift, it's been a shift. More activity. Okay, so not a probiotic. He gets liquid vitamins, okay. Well, it's helpful. Um, says something about cars bothering him. Seat. Sorry, he's going off topic. What we can, what he can eat, okay, to get weight on him. And does he want a dog friend? I'm going going out of communication to say this um, because you're, I didn't talk about food at all with this topic, but there are certain foods. Oh, he was hit by a car. Oh, the poor guy. Jeez, what else? <laughs> He's only two. He's young, right? I think she said she was 2.5 years old. Um, okay, so that is what he's bringing up. I'm going all over the place. Okay, well that, okay, so he's brought up the car thing, and then I was talking about the food thing. There are foods that relate to particular dogs. Now I know he has a, a condition, um, but you might wanna look into um, foods for his particular, if you're not sure what element he is, you might want to watch some of these videos and see if these fit unless you know and I, well I did do one comprehensive one I was going to say unless he's like wood element but um because <clears throat> I didn't do that one expanded but there are certain foods that benefit different types so um one thing also to keep in mind like in winter uh it can be better for animals to eat lamb it doesn't mean every animal is going to benefit from eating lamb, but it's one of the more talked about in, you know, Chinese medicine foods that um, can be good in the winter months. So water seems to resonate with his personality. Okay. Um, 
You might want to think about lamb. Uh, you know, I don't know if you do uh, what kind of food you feed, but, you know, I say a lot on this show, I'm really a big proponent of foods that are natural to the animal. So if not raw feeding, then, you know, possibly some gently cooked food. I don't know if you're already doing anything like that, but that can go a long way to helping excuse me with problems the animals are having yeah raw lamb i know it's sad the lammies but i think about animals i try to you know they're different they have to have these things but um yeah raw lamb they have there's pre-made raw foods that you can get animals in the freezer section of a lot of pet stores now they've become more and more popular um, so you feed them raw fish and add sweet potatoes okay maybe he's not keeping it on because fish is I don't know if you mean you feed that all the time but it's kind of a cooler lighter food like it you know he might need something um, I know sometimes also um, rabbit can be good for animals that don't tolerate a lot of foods. Oh, you raise sheep. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's so cool. Oh. <laughs> I know. I don't it's it's I have to like separate myself out like the animals are different. They have to have this stuff. The dogs and cats, they're protein carnivorous. Um Yeah, well, I don't blame you. It's, I don't eat it either myself. Um, we get him prem-aid raw fish. Oh, pre-made <laughs> raw fish. Okay. But if he's not keeping the weight on, again, I'm not a vet, but something to look into might be something that sticks to them a little bit more. Oh, you, fe you fed him rabbit. We switched to fish due to expense. Yeah, it's expensive. Restaurants by our lambs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just seeing if that is, you know, coming up. Well, yeah. I mean, that can get expensive, the rabbit. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling like he may need something a little hardier. You know, intuitively, I am not getting chicken. I don't feel like chicken is good for him. I'm not, I'm not really getting beef either. Um, maybe buffalo, but Oh yeah, I've I've heard of that. The alligator. Um That's one I never think of. 
but yeah, alligator meat. Maybe that would be. I've also heard of the kangaroo. I don't. So I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. I've learned through Dave and everybody that people aren't as like in love with kangaroos and or they don't really a lot of people like kangaroos in Australia I think I like them I think they're cute but um I've seen that too uh grinding up raw meat or chunks I mean so for my animals I buy like this bulk sometimes I get different things but I get like one called answers which is a really I like that brand I personally can get it you can't always get everything where you are but um, they have like a bulk thing you can sometimes save money like that like and it's a very good quality product but if you buy sometimes more you can save um, so I don't really if people do make it and that I think would save money too so that's a process I would watch and read about that um, how to do that yeah I'm just kind of feeling like he's he needs something hardier like a lamb that's just that keeps popping up too oh you get answers too okay oh and OC okay yeah there's so many of them now um, some not as good as others but answers is definitely I think a pretty good one at least in my experience I know like something about them they may have changed hands or something, but they seem to be still pretty good. But I, you know, I don't like to advise people and say like, cause things could change in a year from now, a product that's good. You know, you're watching this and like something that was good was then bought out by someone else and now it's not so good. So I just say like, try to really keep up on that stuff, um, research it. I buy locally. I'm where I am in New Jersey. I don't, um, get it delivered or anything so but the but one that I have used is answered I had a vet on here uh, Dr. Gerald Bukoff who has a good product too but he's again he's in New Jersey and I'm not sure he may ship but I don't think so but um, he has a really good video where he talks about raw feeding and captain like a dog friend oh I'm sorry okay that was the other question So it's interesting. He shows me a little white dog. So I don't know if this is a dog he's met or if this is an idea that he has, but that's what's coming into my mind. Like he's not showing me a big dog. So I feel like maybe he could do with a smaller friend. It does feel like one that's going to be pushy or try to get him to overdo it might not be so good uh, so maybe like a bigger pit or even maybe one his own size might be and I know he's small himself so I just kind of get that he needs maybe a smaller um, friend 
and he he could benefit from this. It feels like like companion, like companionship, but I'm not necessarily getting that he wants a dog that's going to roughhouse with him. If that makes sense. if that was all your questions. I'm backing up a little bit to see. Friend, tummy. Is he happy? I think that was it. Um, was there anything else or was that pretty much cover it? And then if anybody else wanted me to talk with their pet, just let me know. I'm sorry if I missed it. I'm trying to keep an eye on it, but I might have missed something in the chat, too. You're welcome. Good luck. I hope he feels better, the little guy. Um, you know, also just, you know, of course, I and maybe you're, like, doing this already, but I do tend to think um, things like acupressure can be good and acupuncture, if you have a vet that does that. Um, okay, you're welcome. Do you freeze your meat? Oh, yeah, definitely. I freeze it and then a couple of days worth all uh, at a time. I'll thaw it out in the refrigerator. Yeah. I have a German Shepherd and a meat. The one you saw, the other one is a little like 40 pound medium size mix, but the German Shepherd goes through some food, let me tell you. Um, yeah, sure, I can talk to Chloe. Do you want to put the camera on her or you don't want to do that? Just let me know. I'll send you a link if you want to. Another pity. Okay, yeah, I know. So just to kind of let people know, she was kind of not as, she kind of like well stayed in her shell <laughs> a little bit more from, from, you know, I've talked to Chloe in the past. Um, and you're wondering what she's changed. No camera, she's sound asleep. Okay, <laughs> I guess you want to keep her that way. Um, she's a pretty girl. I wonder if I can... I think I actually have may have her picture. Um, I always like to. Ha it's nice for people to see animals on a show. I know. I don't know if you. Um, I better not unplug anything. That's not a good idea. So I was gonna try to bring up my hard drive with Chloe, but I'm afraid I'm gonna do something bad, so I won't. Um. Okay, so she's a pretty pit bull girl and she has a brother so what made her come out of her shell um just take one more sip of this because I know you need me to give you a play-by-play -play of everything I'm doing 
so she's saying that um, something shifted. Did you start? I forget. I forget what you were doing, but did you start doing more work from home or did you start? Or did you make a decision to like a final decision to work from home? Something like made her feel more settled and it had it's something to do with you and being home. just feels like she feels like oh joy now like oh good things are different in this aspect and I like it it makes me feel better okay you're working from home three days a week now was that prior to her change had that already stopped started or did that start after because I want to make sure I'm getting the right thing and if not I'll go deeper Did I lose you, Lisa? <laughs> I'm just trying to find out if she, oh, it started prior to her change. Did it, do you see a correlation? I guess is what I'm saying. Do you, did it, did anything in that, did you make a decision or anything about that, like that? So, it's something like you made a decision to do something that made her feel safer. You know what I mean? like. Cause she kind of had a tendency to not feel safe even even stuff that we wouldn't think is a safety issue it can be like stability i guess is what i'm saying and it feels like like did something change in your because it's i don't want to think that that's the answer if it's if she was if you were already working for her home for like five months and then all of a sudden it changed She's really excited. She's showing, actually, she keeps showing me a door. She's like standing up. I want to say it's a garage door, but, oh, your oh no, your poor brother. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa's brother. Um, I don't know if she's, I don't know. She keeps, she, she keeps standing up and, um, I want to say, I think, it may be a door that goes from your kitchen out to the garage or something like that. Like it feels like a, or it feels like a different area. It doesn't necessarily feel like a bedroom. And I don't know if that makes sense to you. Um, but I'll also, I'll see if it has anything to do with her brother or your brother. 
And and also, so I take it you've been working from home much longer than this change in behavior is what you're saying. Doesn't seem like it's directly linked. I would say if it was like a couple months and she started to get the idea this is permanent or something, or if you made a decision in your head recently, like this is permanent or I'm going to be home more, or if you've just been more home. Okay. Oh, I lost something here, but she's doing barn hunt and there's a cafe there that has garage doors. She loves being there all oh, and running around. Oh, well, that's probably it then because that's, she's like excitable. Yes. Since the start of the pandemic. Yeah. So you, you've been home for a long time, so it's probably not that. I would say it's this other thing where she's showing me this is the excitement. very joyful feeling. I mean, I just think it's helping her a lot. Did she also lose weight? Because, I don't know, there's something about her looking, like, thinner in this... the way she's standing up. I don't... It's just something I'm noticing is that she looks thinner. Not too thin, but just... It's something I'm noticing, which tells me it you know, otherwise I might not think about it. I would just be like, oh, that's her standing up. That's her body, but. By the way, I don't really, I'm not making a connection to your brother, so. <laughs> We don't have to make him feel bad. I think it's that. <laughs> okay, she's always been on the thinner side, okay. Well, I mean, it, it's definitely helped her. She feels very um, joyful is the word I get. And that's, that's a good thing. Her heart just feels lighter and excited and joyful. So that was a good move to take her to the barn hunt thing. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I don't think it was him and if she didn't like change oh you mean like him coming in maybe could have we were wondering could that have caused it because she doesn't like change yeah yeah I don't think so either I don't think it was him so <laughs> yeah good move good choice taking her there um oreo and Chloe, more so Oreo, I think. I'm not sure we did a Chloe so much, but we did an Oreo episode, I think, because he does, Oreo's a therapy dog. So we talked to him about some of the, he was having some stuff we were talking to him about with the pandemic, and um, he didn't get to go out as much and do his thing. And that was really hard on him. And that was a very interesting episode to hear his perspective on that. Um, 
and then you, so if anyone wants to check that out and then from that we actually I actually ended up meeting Carol Mergel who does um, these photo specialized photography with pets and she did like this whole pets in the pandemic um, photography stuff which is really interesting um, there's an episode on that too with her so Oh, good. Is he there? Do you mean he just wants to say hi? Or would he be on camera? Do you mean, should I send you a link? Or you mean he just wants to pop in like animal communication wise? Was really cool. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. The big guy on. Oreo's a multifaceted dog. He's like got a lot to him. He's got a lot of sides to him. Yeah, so I just posted the link there, Lisa. When Oreo is working, he's definitely working. And he likes working. But then he has his fun side too like his non-working side. I love that you didn't want to wake up Chloe. It's so funny. I have that too. Sometimes. <laughs> um... Okay, so I'm going to bring you in. Hold on, let me switch. Okay. Ooh. She was here, and then she's gone. Okay, I'm going to add you. Trying to get him on there. <laughs> Look at it. There we go. You can see right up his mouth, right in there. <laughs> he's he's kind of <laughs> laying down right now. Yeah. There he is. Let's see there he is. is. Is there anything you want me to ask him or tell him or just how he? Just how, just how he's doing. You got yeah, cut off there. Hi. Yeah, just how he's doing.
He's throwing stuff at me. He's going, he gets, <laughs> he's like, um, it, he goes, I get the word like itchy. Like he, he hasn't gotten to do as much because of the weather. Um, yes. And he, with the pandemic still, we're still slowly getting back into the visits therapy work there. Okay. Yeah, I get like itchy, um, like, um, um, not literally itchy, but like I'm itching to get out. He, yeah. <laughs> um, but trying to get him in there. He's like trying to be patient. That's it's funny because it's it's like he knows that this isn't long term. Like he he's tr it's like I'm being patient. Um, and he also says, I have other things in my life. Like I have other, I have creature comforts that make me happy. So it feels like, um, is that his, is that where he works? Is that his therapy thing? Creature comforts? Yes, it is. That's so funny. That's the term that came <laughs> he up. He called it that, Matt. Okay. I know. He's like, I work for creature comfort. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, I don't know if that was just my subconscious that did that, but it popped up as that's so funny. But anyway, he says, um, I have, I have comforts at home. I have creature comforts. Um, and it's like, I can, I can be settled even though I'm kind of bored. I can, I can deal with it. Um, I'm seeing what else he has to say. <laughs> those big paws look at those I'm asking what he thinks of his sister and her newfound excitement he laughs he says he watches it and he thinks it's <laughs> funny like he he likes it he likes to see her like that good He thinks it's funny because he's not used to seeing her quite so. He says, like, I get the word almost she gets, like, punchy or, like, um. She kind of loses herself. Yeah. <laughs> in her excitement. And he thinks that's really funny because that's a different part of her that, you know, yeah, he, loses so much. Nobody there. sees very often. Yeah. That's sweet that he likes that. Love your sister, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he mentions that he's, he says, I'm still very protective of her. It's like he's like updating me. I'm still very protective of her. Um, <laughs> he met, he's like emphasizing that, like, I, I won't let anybody um, get near her or like another dog. Um, like I, I'm very like aware of her and how she's doing. If there's other dogs around, that's great. Okay. Very like keyed in. It's like he can split his 
attention. Like he could be doing something and then, but he's like tuned in to her. Best friend, this is best friend. You are too much, bud. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want him to know or anything to tell him? No, or anything? not really. Just that we're starting to get back, trying to get back into therapy work so uh-huh. that he can keep doing what he's doing. Okay. So he'll be like going to the hospitals again or? Yeah. Okay. You just let him know. Should I show him, you know, warmer weather that'll be more consistent or like what's the? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he shows me masks. Um, he he's trying to say like I get it, the whole thing, like because he's showing me the masks and oh my god, yeah, he he knows. And and he says hospitals are he's like also making the association to yeah okay so yeah hospitals masks pandemic sicknesses <laughs> um he specifically mentions children um now does he want to keep that that would be a good question does he want to keep working with children yeah that's what he's bringing up I feel okay. like that's something missing for him that he misses that he misses children. And I swear this has come up before with him. He's showing me a girl with dark hair. I don't know if this was him or another therapy dog, but I thought it was him. No, this was him. I remember right? having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like shoulder length, dark hair. I feel like maybe Spanish speaking or maybe like maybe American but can speak Spanish something um, I mean of like Latin origin but you know whatever you know what I mean not <laughs> right um, so he he I'm sure why do you miss this okay so he's saying like this particular kid, um, there's something about their connection and him feeling like he helps this child more than some, and there's like a stronger connection. Oh. I didn't even see that you know, had my, my eyes closed. My husband did a visit him, and he really took to this one girl. And I mean, she's a teenager, but okay, she was still a young girl. And I mean, they they just had a connection, and she was dealing with bouts of depression and um, other issues. And a lot of people came up and said it was the first time they saw her smile in months oh okay she just clung to him and i'm wondering mm -hmm. 
yeah, for the whole hour and a half that they were there, she was just glued to him. Oh. Yeah, it's like he worries. Like he's, I think he feels like he wants to help her. And thank you for, I didn't okay. notice that he opened his eyes when I said children, I had my eyes closed. So that's interesting. He, that's pretty cool. He, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I feel like he knows that he has helped and there's a concern there. Like he okay. wants to be able to do more of that with this person. Um, like a worry, a little bit of a worry or concern. Yeah. Is that someone he might see again or you don't know? Like, cause I could tell him. Probably if, if we go there again, it would be more in the spring and summer because it was an outside okay. visit at like a summer camp type thing. But he might, he, you know, she'd be there more than likely. I don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is freaking me out because it's almost like he keeps opening up his eyes like he's listening. <laughs> Just letting him know you don't know for sure, but we're going to have to see. But I'm telling him, you know, he did help her. There was, you know, that was helpful to her, it sounds like, for her to connect with him. Well, okay, he loves her, he says. He wants to see her. That's how okay. he, so let's hope that he gets to see her again. <laughs> Maybe you can let us know. I know you can't breach confidentiality, Definitely. but maybe just, like, update sometime. Yeah. If he got to. He is so sweet. He's the sweetest. <laughs> no wonder. Anything else? That's it. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing him with everybody. He's so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. It's so nice to hear from you and him. And give him a hug for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Um, okay, Robin. Okay, Robin Cook. I have an African grade Baba is his name. Mm, he's a rescue. So you have a that's a bird, right? African gray. Um do you want to show him or is he like in like a quiet time right now? I know sometimes people put the sheet over the cage and all that. So you don't have to, if you don't want to like go there right now, but I can send you a link if you do. In fact, I'll just put it there. But if you don't want to put the birdie on camera, just tell me and let me know um, what you want me to. Oh, you just want to know how he's doing. Okay. Is he happy? He's a rescue. Okay. Bubba. 
Oh, you can show them? Okay, great. So while you're going to show Bubba, I'm sure you're having to like go in the other room, put the lights on and all that and bring it up. Um, somebody asked, do, 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 do I have any, I don't have any videos about, yeah, I don't have any specific videos, Mel, um, like poems, I don't. Um, Sorry. Where are you? I hear you. Let me see. Hold on. Don't go away, Robin, because I hear you. I have like 80 screens. It's so weird, this program, the way it works. There we go. Okay. If you come back, Robin, I'll... I'm in the green room. I think so. Canine lipo yeah, lipomas. Yeah, I know what you meant. I don't though. Um, unfortunately. Okay. I see black. I don't see a bird. but I don't know <laughs> if you have the lighting maybe or we got the screen flipped or anything are you there Robin I see I see black like it looks like you are there but I don't see the bird I don't see anything but a black screen oh she went away. I'm sure she'll come back. There we go. There we are. Okay, black again. Yeah, I just see the black. Um, I don't know why I can't see. I don't know. Uh, Robin, if you want, if you can't get it to work, that's okay. You could just um, post questions in the chat. For some reason, it's coming up black. We'd love to see him. But. He's still black. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to just, um, if you can't, that's okay. You could just, I wonder if it's like a, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure why, but it's still black. So I 
still black. That's okay if you can't if you can't show them. You can just go ahead. You just want to know how he's doing. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> He'll talk for Robin. Okay. Thank you. She wants to know if Bubba is happy. Okay. I do, okay, so I pick up a little bit of a, um, an anxiety. Just asking if it's recent or if that was like when he first came. Was this recent? Like, is it just within the past few weeks he came? Because it feels like he's like, Get, still a little bit getting his um, grounding. He feels, haha, ha, he's a bird, but um, like he feels like he's kind of trying to. He's still not entirely comfortable. I don't think he's not happy. It just feels like he's. There's some anxiety and fear that came along with this whole thing, like getting, you know, moved around, whatever happened. So I'm going to ask if there's anything. When did he come to you? Like, how long has he been with you? Oh, he's been there in years. Okay, so it seems like he's referring to now then. So there's some anxiety. That it, so I would say it's not related to the, the move then. Um, if he's been with you for years. So let me ask him what about the anxiety. What's that about? <clears throat> new, new toys. He's in a new room. Oh, okay. I'm gonna ask him if room. I'm gonna ask him if he's if that. Oh, you're trying to write room, okay? Um, if he's in a new room with new toys, got it? Okay. Um, I'm picking up sounds like he's turning this way and that way. Like I feel like he's something's making him nervous, and it has to do with sound. Um, I'm getting like through the wall so it's not in the room it's outside of the room and it's something that he's picking up so you're wondering about his toys though let me see what he says about so you know they make him anxiety so you want me to so I don't know you might want to look into whatever a potential sound that might be making him uncomfortable because I'm picking that up but then um what was your question about the or what did, did you want me to 
say to him about his toys that you think are making him uneasy? Because this, I don't know what the... T this, the, the thing that I'm getting is not the toys. That's not what he brought up. Um, <clears throat> he's near three windows, but he's always been near windows. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, so you kind of know that already that his toys are making him uneasy. You know that. So you want me to uh, tell him something or... I'm just a little confused. Like, do you want to just take the toys out? Or you, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a reason that you, you're just wanting him to adjust. So you want me to tell him like, don't worry about the toys. They're good. Sorry, I know it's a, it's a little awkward in chat. I just wanted to know if I could have kept you on the line actually instead of with the picture. You could have just been talking without video. If that would be easier than typing. Wondering if he's happy. He's been biting at me. Okay, I'm going to ask him specifically about the biting and see what he says about that. So when I ask him about the biting, he does show me him like he's standing on his, standing in the cage and he's going like this and he is looking, he's looking down and around and it feels like he's um, um, like unsettled. So it is something to do with his cage or his, um, so again, not a vet, I can't diagnose or treat illness, but I'm not picking up health. It's more like a stress response. It feels like 
I mean, I think that you, you know, I, I didn't initially pick up the toys were the primary thing, but it feels like he's uncomfortable. And he, it's like he's stomping and he's looking down when he's showing me this. So I don't know if that means anything to you, like what connection you might make of that. If you think that's um, what you see in relationship to the toys. Because honestly, I can't say I'm specifically getting it is the toys. I'm just getting he's uncomfortable in his situation, like in, in there. Um, and he keeps looking down. And he's doing this like walking thing, like side to side. And he actually feels kind of angry about it. It isn't just anxiety. I would say he's kind of angry. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I would see, you, you know, maybe you could put white noise, you know, put something in the room to like block, um, like a little noise machine or something like that. But does he... I feel bad for him because he definitely feels upset and I kind of want, I wish I could give you more, but I'm really, I'm getting like something, it, it is making him angry and it's, I don't get its health, I don't get its you, it just feels like he's, um, let me give it just one more shot to see if anything else comes clearer because I feel bad for this little guy. It does feel like, have you seen any like feather picking? Cause he's kind of, when he does this, when he turns, I feel like he's almost like going like this at himself. There's a flickering candle near his cage. I took that away just now as well. Okay. Um, yeah, that could help too. Is he, do, are you seeing any of it taking it out himself? Because it's like he's turning his head and I'm, not clear, but it looks like he's going like that and like that, and I almost worry that he's... I can't tell exactly if he's doing anything to himself or if he's just looking back here. Like, I don't want it to, you know, to turn into that either, like a nervous feather-picking thing, because that feels like he's getting a little, like, too agitated. So good. Well, good. I'm glad it hasn't started. Um... But that could be an indicator that he's going in that direction because that's it's just it's a little strange that he's like doing this like it looks like he could go there um maybe, yeah maybe just a preventative change his uh environment around so it doesn't get escalating um get to escalate 
but yeah, maybe music or something, because I don't know, there's, you know, you can't always make the noises stop if they're out there, but you could maybe block them with some music or something, or what, you know, calming bird music or something. <laughs> um, and, and also, there are certain essential oils that you could diffuse too to maybe help him chill. Um, there's a certain knowledge you want to have about that if you don't have it. If you do, great. But if you don't, um, I can talk to you about that separately too. Like offline, you can contact me. Um, because there's things out there that you can use that might help with that. But you want to use the right kind in the right way. Um, should I put him back in his old room? Um, I actually get that you can possibly work with this situation. I mean, like, if for some reason you want him in that room, and you, I think you could w make it work, but you might have to just change things around. Um, oh, you moved him closer to where everyone is. You know, I... I, I'm not sure if this is it, honestly, but it could be if he's closer to where everyone is and he's hearing things, maybe that's the sound I'm getting. Because, like I said before, I was more getting the sound was inside than outside. So maybe it's just weird for him, like, being in that room and hearing things that... new noises, new sounds. Um, even though it's your family, you know, it's just different. And he doesn't know how to, like, understand it, maybe yet he's not used to it yet because i don't think you necessarily i don't think someone's asking if it could be the flooring or carpet um this doesn't f seem like that because this is like up he's not i don't get that he's reacting to like anything down there on the ground it feels like something in the cage or you know more closer to him you know it doesn't i don't think it's that no no, I don't think I don't I'm I know it's not. Um but that is a good question. So yeah, I would just you know, sometimes I was thinking about this today that Oh, you're welcome. There's noises that sometimes we don't pick up on. Like I I'll have that happen. My dog will be acting crazy, you know, she'll be like just you know, like, just acting weird, you know, acting anxious or what have you. And I'm busy and I'm doing my thing and I'm like, what is going, you know, what is the problem? And if I don't, like, stop and really kind of sit with it, because sometimes that'll happen. You'll, like, go all day or a few hours and your animal's acting strange and then you stop and maybe you're finally, like, sitting for a moment with them, like, petting them. And then you notice that somebody's got a piece of equipment a block away or, you know, half a block away and you can hear it, but
but you didn't notice it before. You know, stuff like that happens a lot. I mean, they're just animals are just so sensitive that maybe just sit there and meditate. You don't have to meditate, but just sit there and you can if you want, but it might help you to be more open to it. But just see if there's anything you're missing sound-wise or if you're realizing like how noises that are seem normal in your home can be different in that room because if you can't see what's going on around you you know um because it, it feels more like in the house honestly um so i don't know i feel like that wasn't entirely helpful but i hope it did help a little bit and you know if you feel like it come back and let us know how it went so i do appreciate everybody who's let us share in their pets and um it's good to be back in touch with you guys after the holidays and i will be here next week knock on wood you know if should God allow and all that, but um, should be here next week doing animal communication so far. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for sharing your wonderful pets with me and everybody. And thank you for being here and have a good uh, rest of your day or night. And God bless. Love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax while I have a massage. It's Rub my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, my belly, my belly. Rub my belly.